Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 129 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Dr. Sue Black. Sue is an award-winning computer scientist, technology evangelist, and digital skills expert. She is a professor in the Department of Computer Science at Durham University, a government advisor, thought leader, writer, and public speaker. And Sue was awarded an OBE for services to technology in the 2016 Queen's New Year's Honours List. So Sue, can I ask you to expand on that brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, well, like hearing all of that together is quite funny. It makes me sound very old to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, it's possibly true. Since I've known about technology and computer science, I've been very excited about it. So, you know, I, but I left school at 16. I didn't go back into education until I was 26. I think I did a maths like, access course and then did computing at uni, stayed on, did a PhD in software engineering. And then basically from there, I kind of applied for promotion anytime I could. So I went from um, being a PhD student to being a a full-time lecturer, then a senior lecturer, then a principal lecturer. Then I applied for a head of department job um, at University of Westminster and got that. So I was head of department for a few years. Yeah, and then I've you know done a few things outside of that, and now I've just started last November as professor of computer science and technology evangelist at Durham University, which actually is like my dream job. So I'm very excited to be here. Right. What in particular excites you about working in the education field? From a personal point of view, education kind of changed my life. You know, when I was studying, I you know I said I was 26 when I did a maths course, but you know I was. At that time, I was a a single parent living on a a council estate in London and um, bringing up my kids on my own. And I thought about trying to go back to work, but realized I wouldn't even earn enough money to to pay for childcare for the kids. So I decided to go back into education. And, you know, I mean, I just loved it so much. And, you know, I, I wasn't like... You know, I wasn't acing everything, <laughs> but, you know, I, I just love learning about stuff. And I've always had a curious mind, I guess. I've always loved learning. And and I just feel like going back into education just, just changed my life in so many different ways. And and so from a personal point of view, I kind of want that to happen to other people, for them to have a great education experience. And I think as a teacher, as a lecturer, it's wonderful to be able to help people to understand the world, understand technology, understand various different things, you know, that seeing that kind of light bulb moment when someone actually gets something that you're talking about is, is just a wonderful thing to be able to do. So, you know, I love it from various different perspectives. Great. Okay. Um, Sue, can you perhaps share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience? One they may not know and perhaps should. So I set up a, a network for women in tech 21 years ago now. And so I felt like for me to be a good chair of that network, a good kind of like leader, I should find out everything about what it's like to be a woman in tech and how to have a great career, I suppose. So I started reading loads of stuff about that kind of thing, about career progression and that. And I think the main things that I really remember from that that I have used are around 
talking about what you do to other people, you know, make, making, creating a great network inside work and outside work of people that you get on with and that's at your level and below and higher. So, so people that you enjoy talking to and tell them what you're doing and talk to them about what you're doing and talk to them about what they're doing. Because I think that really helps you to A, make friends who've kind of got shared interests, but also then people around the company know what you're doing and you might get some feedback on what they think of what you're doing, but also you're spreading the word about what you're doing. So I think that really helps with um, particularly when you're then going for promotion that people know about what you've been doing already because you've kind of been talking about it all the way along. Absolutely. Okay, um, so can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and perhaps what you learned from that experience? Well, if I can include when I was doing my PhD, I think my worst moment was actually when I hadn't backed up my PhD research and I lost three months of work. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was completely devastated too embarrassed to tell anybody. I didn't tell anyone. Too embarrassed to tell my supervisor. So I had to kind of like, I don't know what I said for the next few months while I was trying to catch up again. But I think it took me probably a month or so after that to come to terms with what I'd done and realize it definitely had disappeared and then start doing it again. And so kind of did it again, which probably took two months, I guess. But, you know, it took me several months to kind of recover and then get back up to speed again. So yeah, always back up your stuff. Absolutely. What do you, what do you use now? Any any particular tools or methods? Well, the thing is now everything's in the cloud, right? So I think you don't have to worry so much anymore. I mean, you know, but I mean, sometimes I have to use Word and all I do is type in, this is a simple thing, but type in the title and then save it, the document, so that, you know, because I know, like, my, you know, my daughter who's 14 was saying that, she, you know, she typed up a document and it had disappeared. And I was like, oh, God, just save it. Just type in the title, save it, and keep saving it over and over again. Yes. If it's something that's not backing up in the cloud, just do that every 30 seconds or something. So I've kind of learned, yeah, learned by several, probably, probably several mistakes over the years to to just do that. And, you know, like, never risk losing all your stuff. It's just too too bad a feeling. Yeah, exactly, yes. Okay, uh, so moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? I mean, there's, there's several really, but I think last year, no, not last year, the year before, I won the Social Impact Award from um, Grace, the Grace Hopper Conference in the US. So for people that don't know, Grace Hopper was obviously a computer science pioneer um, from the US uh, but there's a conference named after her now, which is held every year. And it was in Orlando in um, 2017. And they have various awards each year. And I won the Social Impact Award. So I got to give a speech to, I think it was 17,000 people in the audience, mainly women in tech, and loads of them like computer science undergraduates from uh, mainly the US, but also from all over the world. So I got, got to give a, a speech to them and accept the award and you know, standing in front of 17,000 people, even when you're used to public speaking, <laughs> I was quite daunted, I have to say. Um, but it was just an amazing experience because I got to share a bit of my story and a bit of the hardship, but a bit also of the success. And I got everyone at the end to to repeat after me, I'm going to change the world. And to just like ask 17,000 people to say that and then for them to actually do it. Yep. 
And then um, applaud. It's just like, I'm never going to top that. I don't think it was just completely amazing. And then for the rest of the conference, I just had people coming up to me, you know, chatting to me, Um, you know, again, mainly sort of female undergraduates from the US. And and it's just amazing to get the kind of scale, you know, because like there's, there's tech stuff in the UK and women in tech stuff, but it never gets up to 17,000 people, you know. So it's just just the sheer scale of it was incredible. And just the fact that I got to speak to 17,000 women in tech was just amazing. I can imagine that's probably a little bit different to standing in front of a, a group of students at Durham University. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no less enjoyable or no more enjoyable. <laughs> Okay, so see what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? Technology is now becoming a part of everything that we do, and I think that's going to carry on. You know, it helps us to do so many things that we couldn't do before. So I think there are going to be more and more careers which are not necessarily in technology, but have a lot of technology kind of as part of them. So I think that technology skills are just going to become more and more valuable and it you know it's not I think like lots of people still seem to think that technology careers are just about sitting and coding whereas of course they're not you know I don't know what percentage of of jobs in tech are sitting coding all day but it's not a high percentage you know there are so many jobs kind of all around the kind of whole business environment which are technology related and you know there are so many different types of jobs that I think you know, everyone should be doing their best to learn as many tech skills as possible, and particularly the ones that they find interesting. So I think from that point of view, you know, there's there's a skill shortage already. And there are, you know, jobs out there for, for anyone who's tech savvy, I think. And then also, I'm excited about the way that technology connects everyone together. So particularly social media, which made the massive difference when I was running the campaign to say Bletchley Park, it was Twitter and social media that that really made a fundamental step change in the uh, the campaign to save it. And, uh, you know, I still love Twitter so much. I love the fact that you can just type something. So back then I could type Bletchley Park into the search box in Twitter and find everyone in the world that was talking about Bletchley Park. Yeah. And, you know, for finding like-minded people, it's just incredible, you know, and I just love the way that people have been able to connect with each other through just a simple hashtag. I mean, like one word with a hash on the front of it. So just to be able to connect to people through typing in Me Too or Black Lives Matter and like connecting people that just couldn't have connected previously to make, in those cases, kind of social change happen. That's just such a powerful thing to have at our disposal which pre-social media we just really didn't have. So I think, you know, there there are going to be more and more ways of connecting, more and more jobs. I just see technology as as just such an exciting area. And I can't understand why anyone doesn't want to get into it. (laughs) No. Okay. Um, We're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? I hope so. (laughs) So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I think money probably (laughs) so I I could have so when I was choosing my degree I could have chosen maths or computer science and I thought technology was very exciting but I didn't know much about it and I was really interested in earning enough to support my three kids so kind of a combination of thinking it was it was an exciting area and kind of it was the future and I could probably earn the most money if that's what I did and what is the best career advice you've ever received 
I think go for promotion anytime you can. Yes. Is probably it. You know, and, and that's worked for me, you know, like as an academic. Anytime I could apply for any sort of promotion, I just did. And I think only once I didn't get it out for about five times. Right. So it's, it's a case of uh, identifying opportunities and uh, trying to take them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like what's the worst thing that can happen? Yes, exactly. Mm. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I, th- I think like in the back of my mind, I'd really love to be a full stack developer. And it's not something I've just got the, the energy for now at my age, like as a middle-aged person. But I think when I was younger, I would have loved to do that. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? I'm really interested in kind of changing the world with technology. So whatever that that might be. So changing people's lives, helping disadvantaged people, you know, basically people coming from my background, I guess, to achieve through technology. So that's why I set up my social enterprise tech mums to do that. Um, I'm also quite interested in becoming a university vice chancellor. So so that might be on the cards at some point as well. But kind of like empowering people through technology to change the world and personally becoming a vice chancellor. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Chatting to people, I think. Chatting to people, making friends. And, yeah, I think that's that. I had no clue at the time. So when I was doing my PhD, my supervisor said, you've got to network. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk to people I don't know. So I was pretty horrified and, and I was very shy then. So I was very scared of doing that. And... It wasn't so successful at the beginning, but I think gradually over my career, which is like 25 years now, that's probably the thing that's made the biggest difference is just going and chatting to people at conferences, at events, where I work, and just finding out about people, talking to them about what you do, finding out what they do, finding common interests, just having a good chat and making friends. And that, you know, now I've got amazing friends all around the world because I've done that for the last 25 years. And, you know, I think networking kind of has like negative connotations but I think if you're talking to people that you don't want to talk to then just don't do it to find the people that you've got something in common that you want to chat to and just talk to them about what you're doing and so yeah I think I would say that's the one thing that's that's really helped my career that I had no clue really that it would sure I think you make a good point about the word networking I think it can scare a lot of people um yeah I think we need to find a better word <laughs> or a better description of it to me it's been all about making friends it really has you know I've I've now got friends of 20 years who you know we first met at a conference and kind of like maybe I quite shyly you know went up and said hi and started chatting to them what what they were doing and what I was doing and now they're really great friends that I've had for two decades of course all those people then progress in their careers as well so if you're meeting like-minded people you know I guess I'm quite ambitious I suppose and so I've met loads of ambitious people 20 years ago, 10 years ago, who then go on to do amazing things and you're still friends with them. It's really cool. Sue, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Just do a job that you love. So if you work doing something that you really enjoy doing, you're going to do well. And, you know, I've kind of found that I've been in roles where I've enjoyed about half of it. So then I've gradually worked to do more of the bit that I really like doing and less of the bit that I don't like doing because you know like now my job is professor of computer science here at Durham and I enjoy every single bit of what I'm doing 
but it's you know it's taken me a while to get a role where I I can do that and be that but you know it's wonderful it's wonderful to look forward to going to work and to look forward to the meetings that I'm having look forward to the projects that we've got I, I just love all of it and you know try and get yourself into that position yeah and finally what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you um, on Twitter, probably on Twitter, I'm at Dr. Black, um, or through my website, sueblack.co.uk. Sue, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. You're very welcome. A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice, and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer community group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions, and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.